Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. You know, when you go through tough times like this, maybe it makes you a better team. You know, for Connor and for Dreisaitl, those guys have had uh, nice careers, and they've hit a little bump in the road, and it's going to make them better, it's going to make them stronger, and it's going to make them great people. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Milan Lucic. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E. Now, Bob Stopper on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Boom blue on the street, loose and complete undisguised, so smoky blue green. And welcome everybody, Bob Stauffer live at Rogers Place in the Ice District. This is Oilers Now. We have a game night. It is should be a highly entertaining hockey game. Jordan Everly, Matthew Barzell, John Tavares, the New York Islanders in town to play the Edmonton Oilers. Oilers Now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Chorus uses Digitex for their copiers and printers. Their service is outstanding. Full preview of tonight's game coming up. We will also uh, take a look at the two lineups here from a bunch of their participants, including the aforementioned Jordan Everly, along with Oilers head coach Todd McClellan in the first 20 minutes, giving you the line combinations, that sort of thing. Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports at about 12.22 today. Louis DeBrusque from NHL Hockey on Rogers. 12.35, one of our most popular guests. 105, uh, Edmonton Sporting Icon played for both the Edmonton Oilers and the New York Islanders was involved in one of the biggest trades in Edmonton Oilers history back in uh, February 27th of 2007, Ryan Smith. And uh, we'll have some uh, brief uh, time for a little bit of interaction as well on our River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. They have Bill Engvall, March 24th, Larry the Cable Guy, April 14th at the River Creek Resort and Casino. A reminder, you can text us at 630-630 for Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford or check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. We're on Twitter, at Oilers uh, Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet Brendan at Brendan Ulrich. And for a podcast of the show, go to globalnews.ca backslash Edmonton backslash program backslash Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Special shout out to our friends at Pro Am Sports. Reminder Tuesdays in Oilers Now, we have Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta. Live thoroughbred racing returns 
May 5th at Northlands Park. And oh, by the way, oh, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Tomorrow, Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for our friends at the River Cree Resort and Casino. So much to get to. I'll give you the, uh, right from the get-go here. I'll tell you that the Edmonton Oilers come into tonight's game with a record of 28-34-4. They have identical records at home and on the road. 14-17-2 at home, 14-17-2 away. Oilers need to improve on that in their final eight home games for sure and it's got to start tonight against the new york islanders the Oilers, though have struggled at home against eastern conference just three and 11 against eastern conference teams at rogers place Oilers uh, overall against east 9 15 and 2 so they're actually uh six four and two on the road against the east but crazy uh three and 11 at home of course Edmonton struggled on special teams all year dead last in both power play and pk uh well, let's get to uh, tonight's lineup uh, for Edmonton. They are in a bit of a, a strong run uh, on the PK, though. T- killed off 27 of their last 29 games. Connor McDavid uh, expected to play up front along with Milan Lucic. He missed yesterday's practice. Um, was back at it today. I expect Milan in. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl will be on the right side. Of course, Lucic ended his 29-game goalless drought. McDavid, 15 goals, 26 points. The Oilers lost 17 games during the same stretch. Leon Dreisaitl, 9 goals in 20 points. Ryan Nugent Hopkins with... Uh, Chance we might see uh, Drake Kajula. Uh, Mike Camilleri was the last guy on the ice today uh, at the Oilers morning skate. And that would lead me to believe that either Kajula or Cassian are going to go in. And I would guess maybe Kajula might be on the spot with Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Pontus Aberg. Aberg has not scored in 22 games dating back to a game in which he scored here in Edmonton in a 4 nothing victory for Nashville. Ryan Strom, who we'll hear from momentarily. Five goals, nine points, last nine games with Yessa Pugliarvi and Anton Slepyshev. And good chance we'll see Pakarin and Cassian flanking Jujara Kara on the Oilers' fourth line. Uh, Ethan Bear appears as though he'll play. Matt Benning was a last defenseman on the ice uh, for morning skate. He could be a healthy scratch so we could see Adam Larson will play. We could see Nurse with Larson. Uh, Clefbaum spent a fair amount of time with Ethan Bears that game wore on the other night in the victory against Arizona and that would leave Sekra with Chris Russell. Cam Talbot expected to start and goal 23-26-2 with 3.12 goals against average and a 9.04 save percentage. So, uh, that's a look at the uh, Edmonton Oilers for you. Let's get to some comments. First, uh, Oscar Clefbaum, uh, who's playing 22-53 per game. He, he took a cortisone shot early in the season for uh, an upper body issue. Tom McClellan was asked about Clefbaum's health uh, today uh, at his availability. Can't, well, he's been healthy enough to play. Um, he went through a bad spell early in the year. He had a treatment that kept him out of the lineup for a while. Um, he's been good now for, uh, I don't know if it's been a month and a half or two months since he had that treatment, but it eventually wears off. And, um, you know, that's where he's at. Well, like anybody in, that's playing right now on 31 different teams, there are a um, number of players that need procedures. He could end up being one of them. Um, so we'll see how that goes from now till the end of the year. He's got to make, uh, he'll have to make some personal decisions and doctors will have to consult with him as well. Todd McClellan also added these comments and Ryan Strom finding a role. He's been slotted in as a third-line center. Again tonight, expected to center Yessa Pugliarvi and Anton Slepyshev. Here's the Oilers head coach on the player the Oilers acquired in the Jordan Eberle deal. I think they do, and, and um, 
when you're when you're picked that high, you usually are a dominant offensive uh, point producing player. Whether regardless of what position, D-man forward, um, Ryan was that, and uh, he still has that in his game. It's just that he's not at that level that Connor's producing or Austin Matthews or any of those other top four, five, six uh, picks, and uh, that tends to lead a lead to a negative. Um, or around them, um, you know, and, and it happened to us too. We got tricked into that, or not tricked into it. We got uh, drawn into that, and it, it made us look at them negatively. So we found a spot for him. Uh, we gave him uh, different responsibilities, and as a result, he's played better over the last month and a half. He's been productive offensively. He's accepted those roles, and um, we feel that we have a, a pretty darn good player. All right, uh, Ryan Strom uh, had these comments on his recent stretch. Yeah, you know what? I don't think it's anything too special. Me and Todd had a talk, uh, just kind of, you know, you know, kind of what your role is on the team. I think that uh, being put on the penalty kill has been a big uh, responsibility for me and something I take a lot of pride in. And, um, you know, playing center, I, I, I honestly haven't played this much center this year as in the rest of my career, so it's nice to kind of have that... Uh, consistent position the last little while and I thought you know the third line's grown a little bit and you know try to have a little bit of an identity and also be on the power play too you get some touches you feel good about you know your game get some confidence and um, you know all in all I think just solidifying those roles I mean the season isn't isn't over yet we got a lot to play for we got a lot to work out for next year and yeah, I'm one of those guys that if I can uh, solidify my role in this team it's only going to help us in the long run and um, with such great players you want to just find your role your niche and I think I've kind of found that with the special teams and you know being the right-handed shot down the middle. All right, so Ryan Strom, again, nine points his last nine games for the season, 12 goals, 31 points in 66 games. The player he was traded for, whose uh, price point is $3.5 million more per season, Jordan Eberle, was a very good Edmonton Oilers for a number of years, 23 goals, 47 points in 66 games, plus four. Eberle had this to say and what he expects the fan reaction to be like tonight. Really not sure what to expect. Um, you know, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, you know, like I had mentioned, I got a lot of good memories here. Um, enjoyed my time here. Uh, still, tons of friends on the team, and um, you know, the, this, the, the fans and, and everybody—it's it's an awesome place to play. So, um, you know, I know the crowd. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully they're not booing me—that's for sure. Uh, hopefully, they give me a warm welcome. Uh, there you go. That's uh, Jordan Eberle of the uh, Edmonton Oilers, I would, or of the New York Islanders. I would expect a warm welcome. A five-time 20-goal scorer had 34 in his highest year back in 2011-2012. Uh, Jordan was asked about uh, the scrutiny that a player endures when he's in a hockey-mad market like Edmonton. I, obviously, you're not being watched as close, so that's for sure, but um, you know what? Just playing in the Long Island market, I think doesn't get enough praise for you know the fan base there and whatnot. But obviously, the media attention is not as high level as it is here. Um, you know, I think for me last year, uh, obviously struggling and then not very not playing well at all in the playoffs and, and getting criticized and obviously rightfully so. Um, you know, it's not it's never fun to have that, but it's just the way it goes. And and uh, I think when you don't have that in in, uh, in Long Island as much, you can maybe. Uh, you know, gets your confidence a little bit more. And, and obviously things have been going a little bit well there as far as putting the puck in the net and want to continue that. All right, that is uh, Jordan Eberle of the New York Islanders. Doug White, the former winner, who uh, spent uh, nine seasons in Edmonton, the head coach now of the New York Islanders. He had these comments on Eberle's play this season. 
his offensive uh, production would probably be like the third or fourth thing out of my uh, that comes across my lips just in, in being pleased with him. Uh, just been a, a great addition uh, in every area of the game. I think he's been great with uh, Matt Barzell. They've developed a great chemistry, but I think he's he's been a, a bit of a mentor and taught him a lot and, and he's been very patient with Matt and helped him uh, defensively, uh, gritty, just a real good four-checker, smart hockey player, and, uh, you know, his numbers are, uh, you know, emulating how he's playing all over the puck and uh, just a great kid. So, you know, I can't uh, can't say enough about him. All right, that is Doug Waite. Uh, Matthew Barzell is having a terrific year. He is uh, likely going to win the Rookie of the Year, 16th overall pick. We all know the story. Uh, Barzell, though, uh, certainly uh, tips his hat to the play of Everly in terms of his role in helping uh, Barzell have the year he's having. You know, just getting to know him this year and playing with him a lot. So, uh, he's again, he's an unbelievable guy, a great teammate, and he's kind of like an old, older brother to me maybe. So, uh, again, on the ice, super easy to play with. Like, you know, top end skill in the NHL, so um, easy, easy guy to play with. I mean, I love playing with him, and yeah, it's a big night for him tomorrow. So uh, you know, hopefully we can get a win for him. What's he bring to the dressing room? Uh, I mean, you know, he's a pretty laid back guy, and I think uh, you know you need you need that every once in a while. Just you know, guys even keel all the time, so he's great at that. Not not getting too high, and you know, when we lose a couple or whatever, he's you know trying to you know pump us back up and that kind of stuff. All right, that is uh, Matthew Barzell. Let's take a look at the Islanders. They're 29-29-7. and 7. They've actually lost seven straight games. They're 0-5-2 during this stretch. Interestingly enough, last year, they came into Edmonton and they lost six straight games and got the win 4-1. The year before that, when they came in to play the Oilers, the Oilers had dropped seven straight games and Edmonton would beat the New York Islanders 3-1. One of the goals in that 3-1 game, Brandon Davidson, now defenseman for the New York Islanders. John Tavares up front, along with Anders Lee and Josh Bailey. Bailey just signing a six-year extension at $5 million per. He's having a career year, 65 points in 63 games. Tavares, a four-time 30-goal score, including 31 this season. Uh, Lee already has 31 goals this season. The Islanders have three 60-plus point scores. I've not mentioned the guy that's actually leading the team in scoring. His name, Matthew Barzell. He centers Francis uh, Beauvillier. Uh, check that is that is Anthony Beauvillier. Francis Beauvillier uh, played for the uh, University of New Brunswick V-Reds and signed uh, last season with the Winnipeg Jets organization. Uh, Barzell and Beauvillier with Jordan Eberle on the right side. Again, Eberle uh, having a, a pretty good offensive campaign. Not a surprise. Uh, played 573 games down in the National Hockey League. 23 goals, 47 points in 66 games. Five-time 20-goal score. All Barzell has done this year. 18 goals, 69 points in 67 games, plus four. He's an electrifying player. Brock Nelson, who I think the Islanders will move in the offseason, along with Andrew Ladd and Tanner Fritz on the uh, right side for the New York Islanders. And speaking of Andrew Ladd, he has had a tough, tough season to date for the Islanders. He has not scored in 23 games since before Christmas, December 21st at Anaheim. So zero goals his last 23 games. Uh, Ladd was signed to a uh, long-term deal with the Islanders organization. I think it was $6 million per. 
for uh, a number of years. Casey Sezikis with Wagner and Clutterbuck of note. Sezikis, five-year extension, $3.35 million. Clutterbuck, five-year extension, which started this year, $3.5 million. That's $6.8 million tied up in two fourth-line players for the Islanders. Uh, on defense, Nick Letty with Johnny Boychuk. Uh, Boychuk's had an injury-plagued season. Edmonton native, now 34 years of age. Nick Letty. Plays 22.50. He's minus 33 this season. Thomas Hickey, who spent four years percolating in the minors in L.A.'s organization, a one-time fourth overall pick out of the Seattle Thunderbirds. He's uh, paired with former Brandon Wheat King, Ryan Pollock, who's got a big shot. And then Matt Pellick, who played with Connor McDavid in Erie, with former Oiler Brandon Davidson. Uh, I think we're going to see Yaroslav Halak in goal. He's had a tough campaign, 18-22-6, a 3.23 goals against average and a 9.08 save percentage. I am now being informed, thank you very much, Jack Michaels, that uh, Chris Gibson will get his second start of the season for the New York Islanders. Uh, 18-11-1 in the minors this year, 2.31 goals against average and a 9.09 save percentage. If I'm not mistaken, Gibson was the guy that was born over in, like, Finland. Uh, I'm, I'm going to assume. I'll have to look into that. But I, I thought for sure he was uh, named, like, Chris Gibson. Maybe the dad played hockey or something like that. Big story for uh, uh, the Islanders. And Adam, uh, what are we telling? We're being told Pelic is out. Is that correct? Uh, we'll wait and see on that front. Uh John Tavares, that's the storyline for the New York Islanders moving forward here. He's an unrestricted free agent at the end of this year, currently being paid $5.5 million. He's going to get $10.5 million. He is. That's all there is to it. Either the Islanders sign him or somebody else will. Reed Wilkins, when we come back in orders now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at ProAmSports.ca That's ProAmSports.ca Oh, it's going to be a special five minutes right now with Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports. Reed, how you doing? Doing great, Bob. Thanks for having me on the show. What are you hearing? Well, I, I'm really curious to see how the special teams work out in this game tonight, and, and I know there's the potential for a lot of goals, and, and I guess we were saying that earlier in the season, and it wound up 2-1. Yeah. By the way, that might have been the third period in Brooklyn. That might have been Cam Talbot's best period of the first half of the season. I, I thought he helped steal that game. The Oilers... Penalty killing remains last in the NHL overall. It remains last at home. It's edging up. They've killed 12 of their last 13 at home, and they've killed 27 of 29 in their last 10 games. That's excellent penalty killing numbers. Two guys who have helped combined for a shorthanded goal last game against uh, Arizona, Strom and Kara, I think have both been good. I think they've taken a lot of responsibility on themselves on the penalty kill. They've helped with face-offs. They've been efficient clearing the puck. They've been able to win some races and get in lanes. I know Strom said he's he's not a big shot blocker, but yep. I think he's been getting to the right spots on the ice. And the Oilers' power play remains last. Now, maybe now the penalty killing is last, but it's been a lot better recently. The power play is last. has been maybe marginally better lately, a few more shots through. But the Islanders' penalty killing 
is second worst in the NHL, and it's barely better than the Oilers, and it's and it's still been fairly mediocre lately. So I wonder, it could this be a night where if the Oilers do get power plays, which has been another challenge that I know we've discussed, but if they can get three, four power plays tonight, is this a game? where they can get some pucks to the net and they can take advantage of a team that doesn't have good penalty killing. And right now, even though the nu- the numbers for the season don't reflect this, right now the Oilers have better penalty killing than New- the New York Islanders, the way they're playing right now. Yeah. So can the Oilers' power play actually jump on that tonight? And can the power play maybe swing this game or even win the Oilers this game? One guy that uh, you didn't mention that's helped with the PK as well up front has been Packer in it. He's got a defined role. He accepts his role. He's a limited player. He is what he is. He's helped out as well. Uh, do they bring him back? I don't know. Um, a lot of opportunity for guys to see what they can do. Another one tonight for Ethan Bear. And and you know what? I, I don't mind Ethan Bear being here. I, I mean, he probably finishes the season in Bakersfield. If he's here for this homestand and, and gets to play the home games in a little more comfortable environment with, with the matchup advantage, I'm totally fine with that. I, I've liked what he's been able to do with the puck. Uh, I like how he's been sprinkled in on, on the power play to give him some chances. And you know what? He hasn't been a detriment with the power play. He knows where to put the puck. He made some nice plays keeping the puck in against Arizona. And what I what I thought in that game is he can make quick decisions and he can make the right decision quickly. You know, finding yeah, I thought finding Nash- guys. Nashville first half of the game he did that. And he was paired with Sakura. Mm-hmm. And, and Andre's... Struggling he's really fight. struggling, yeah. And that's part of the equation. With Clefbaum, he's got a better chance to succeed. What did you think of Tom McClellan's comments on Clefbaum today about the injury stuff? Well, Clefbaum talked about it last week, too, and, and said he wants to play, and he'll probably miss Worlds to, to to get his rehab going a little bit better. I mean, look, if, if the team wasn't 26th or 27th or wherever, wherever they are, it, it's not really an issue. Everybody's probably praising Oscar Clefbaum for, for trying to, to fight through it. The players want to play. I, I mean, I think the talk of, of, of shutting a guy down or, or pulling yep. him out or sitting him out every second game, I, 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 that just doesn't come up if the Oilers are even seven spots higher in the standings and somewhere in a playoff race. If it was really that bad, I believe he wouldn't be playing. If he really needed something done now, I, I think it would happen. I, I mean, okay, so Clefbaum's hurting. Secker is, you know clearly hurting and, and struggling through some stuff. What are you, like, you going to do, shut down two, three defensemen and call up half the decor on the farm? It just That's not what teams do. They've run out of some defensemen on the farm, too. Very quickly, well, yeah. Jordan Eberle, what kind of response the fans going to give? Well, I think, it's, I, I think it's clear what's going to happen. I think there'll be a video tribute during the first break, and, and he'll get a really nice ovation. I mean, he played over 500 games as an Oiler. I think yeah. 507 was the final number, plus the 13 in the playoffs. He was a popular player. He was an exciting player. Yes, he was often criticized because I think there were some areas of his game that didn't improve at the rate people would have liked, but I think he's going to get a great ovation. And as usually happens, he gets an early ovation, first couple touches, he gets cheers, and then fans have some fun with it. And then later in the game, there's usually some booing or whatever when he touches the puck. Not malicious, I think, just to remind you, hey, Jordan, we cheered for you, but now we got to remind you, you're wearing the wrong laundry. So uh, we want our, the guys in well, order to win tonight. Well, last year, Taylor Hall had a, a, it was a, a brief uh, video uh, yep. tribute. Uh, and then in the third period, he elbowed uh, Zach Cassian right in the face. So right. I don't think Jordan will be doing that. <laughs> Reed, what time is the City Ford Face-Off show start. 5.30 tonight. Uh, what, time you ex- what time do you expect to see me? Probably like 5.36. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see you around there. You know I get here at 5, right? You know that. It's fine. Yeah, yes, okay. I've We're all good. Hey, Reed, thanks. Okay, see you, Bob. All right, back with Louis DeBrusque from NHL Hockey and Rogers after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell.